said adulthood was boring, listen, the stories I have for you, you would wish it was just a show. I have experienced so many things and adulthood can be very entertaining if you live it correctly. Meaning you talk to strangers, you slap a hobo, you figure out who you are and how to be who you need to be. In this episode, we gonna laugh, we're gonna talk and we're gonna share some experiences where the goal is to adjust our crown, get our edges growing and sip on some healing tea of what we call adulthood so that we can become the greatest version of ourselves. Let's tap on in. Beautiful, beautiful. Welcome, 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 welcome. (laughs) I hope you're feeling good. Listen, I hope that you are feeling so damn good and delicious about yourself that you lick your finger and just be like, I taste like gold. I said it, I said it, I meant it, and I hope you did it, okay? I have some things I want to talk to you about, and it's basically, this is a story time. This is a a, a reflecting uh, podcast. Funny enough, I was even thinking, Shay, do you want to put a podcast out today? And I was like, yeah, why not? And I, I, I said to myself, and these are the thoughts that I go through with myself when I'm healing or getting myself in order. Sometimes I don't want to present anything to the world yet because it's like I have this concept that I have to present myself perfectly put together to the world first before I do anything. And as I'm healing and restoring myself, I don't feel perfectly put together. But then, yeah, I realize that there's a lot of human beings who don't feel perfectly put together and they still do. They still do and and they get it done. And I'm choosing to do better with my life and I'm choosing to really remind myself that I deserve it. And guess what? I deserve to stay consistent with this podcast. Okay, okay. So, Let me share a story with you because I think this may help you. I had such a great conversation with my mom because I was able to really open up and express. And we have these conversations usually and they're they're brought on by me where I just I just get it all off my chest. Right. And what triggered this conversation was I met this guy and right it always it always right you meet a guy you meet a girl it always starts like that but i met this guy and he had so many qualities um that were really interesting and i liked but he also had these qualities that kept triggering my 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 work that i've done like it kept triggering old stuff in me and i'm like this ain't okay and that's when i realized and i want you to put a pin in this cuz i want you to really hold this real quick it is not wise It is not safe. It is not spiritually welcoming to deal with a person who triggers the parts of you that you know you have healed from, right? To the point where now you question your own ability of healing. Y'all may have to rewind that. Because I was dealing with a person who kept triggering the parts of me that I knew I healed from. So I didn't understand why I was responding in a certain way. And that's when I realized this is a test. I have to end this in a different way than how I ended it years ago when the spirit came to me. And one of the dominant energies that kept happening within this situation between me and this guy was a spirit of disregard. Can we talk about it? 
I'm going to talk about it. The spirit of disregard to me means you're around a spirit that always or consistently or at times makes you feel unseen, disregarded, unimportant, a problem, uh, or any of those four. This person kept making me feel like I wasn't important. He kept making me feel like um, I didn't deserve his undivided attention. Even though he would say to me, I'm giving you my undivided attention. No, he wasn't, because I know what it looks like. I know what it looks like to have somebody just sit there and listen, because I sit there and listen. So if you touch your phone or if you get up and you touching this and moving this and doing this, you're not giving me your undivided attention. You're not. But I digress. And I noticed that there was a cycle or an energy within this man who I actually did like, even though we started off very rocky. Lord, rocky. All three of them ain't got nothing on how rocky we were. Bars. And, um... Something big happened. I will probably share that with y'all later. I'm not going to talk about that now. But something happened where the level of disregard was at its peak. And it's interesting because, see, a woman's intuition is so strong that it really costs you when you don't listen. My intuition kept telling me, he's disregarding you. And every time I brought it to him, he would either apologize or deflect. So I'm like, all right, we'll see. And when we went away on a trip, that's when it really came out full force. Like, this man sees me as a problem. And he actually finally said it. And that was the last straw. I was like, oh, deuces. Boop. But I had spoke to my mom about it. And I was like, you know what, mommy? I noticed I keep attracting the spirit of disregard. I would keep meeting men who would talk to me who would enjoy me, who would act like they want to be here. Some of them would want to conquer me, but then they would disregard my energy so quickly without even a word. They would just disregard. Like when I would ask for things, it always seemed so hard to obtain. Like they, like I was a problem for asking, like they just couldn't do it. Like I was asking for things that were so heavy. And I'm like, is it me? And as I was talking to her, I feel like spirit took over that conversation because I had a moment of real truth. And I said, it's unfortunate that I attract these men with this type of energy. And I have yet to really go to the source. And I said, I thought that I was my root cause, but it's really not me. It's deeper than me. I said, my immediate family would make me feel disregarded when I didn't agree or do the things that they wanted me to do. When I didn't perform or act a certain way, I felt like it was kind of conditional. And I realized that I was attracting this energy that kept complimenting what I really believed about myself, that I was a problem, that I was, uh, uh, um, that I did deserve to be disregarded, that what I wanted was hard to obtain because when I was younger, whether it was a child, teenager, or young adult, I realized there were moments in my life where I would articulate myself or I would breathe out loud, I would be big, and somebody always tried to bring me back in. They would always try to put me back in the corner. They would always be like, all right, your light is a little too bright. Let's dim it down. You saying a little too much. Let's bring it back. 
You being too boisterous, let's lower her tone to the point where as an adult, it's like, I am afraid of my greatness. I don't need to compete with nobody else. It's, it's me. I'm afraid of my greatness. So when I meet men who remind me that I'm not deserving, it's kind of like I attract that because that's what I believe. And I was like, with this one, he said something that was very like, okay, when he said, well, you were the problem. It was something about that. I was like, fuck this. Because I felt like a problem for so long. That's when I knew this is the test. See, a lot of times we don't know when we're being tested, right? We, We question, how do you know if it's a test? There will be little things in that test that will show you it's a test. So be careful how you perform during this test. Because how you perform during this test will dictate where you go moving forward. And... I knew it was a test in little things in the beginning, but when he said those words, I was like, I gotta go. And I didn't, you, let me talk to the ladies real quick. Fellas, give me a second. Ladies, have you ever um, dealt with a guy (laughs) and y'all were having a good time and everything was cool and you got upset and you're like, I'm done, I'm leaving. I'm over it. And you would say that, right? In the hopes of him chasing you or like you 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 didn't say it because you was really done. You kind of wanted him to fight for you. So you make it so dramatic. You made such a a big <laughs> a, a loud closing or exiting knowing you wasn't really going to leave. You just wanted him to know like, yo, your time is running up. And instead of you saying that, he was like, I'm leaving. I'm hanging up. I'm this. Well, I've learned that when a woman is really done, there's no theoretic, no, no theatrics. There's no dramatic exit. There's no loud slamming of doors. It is so silent. You don't even see it coming. It could be as simple as a, you don't have to hear from me again. You be well. And they think it like, please, I'm going to call her back. I'm a, and it's silent. That's how I ended it with this man. Because I realized, Shayla, how many different ways do you need to hear? Leave. And sometimes when we don't really know us, we put us through unnecessary things. We put us through unnecessary things. And when we put us through unnecessary things, we cause unnecessary problems. And I made a decision to say I've cried way too much with this guy in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it was so short. Let me tell you how short it was. Yeah, I think it was like two weeks. I think it was literally two weeks and we went through all this. And I was like, this is this is definitely a test. And I kept saying... I don't want my new year to start off like this. And I felt like spirit was like, it doesn't have to. You can change it all right now. And I guess in my mind, it was just like, well, I don't want to end it. I don't want to stop. I want to fight because we live in a world where everybody always wants to give up. I want to fight. And then I realized 
Well, isn't it draining to fight for someone who blatantly disregards you? See, I'm the type of person, if you poke a bear too many times, you're going to hear a roar, right? You're going to hear that, that yell. And because I kept telling him, you're disregarding me, you're disregarding me. One day he just came out and said it. Well, I acted this way because of you. You were the problem. And what I heard was, whenever you're the problem, I'm going to act this way. And I had to make a clear decision in that moment. Whether you, Shayla, believe that you're deserving or not, I, your higher self, is going to... I'm going to snatch you out real quick because that statement, I need you to hear that. Whether you believe it or not, I need you to hear that and accept it for what it is and leave it. Leave it. You don't have to play Captain save a You don't need to fix him. And see, what I've learned is sometimes broken people want to fix broken people. It's not always hurt people hurt people. It's not always broken people break people. Some broken people want to help you. See, I look at myself as a woman who has been broken. So I've also been able to repair myself. So I can smell, sniff, hear, sense, feel, see a broken person a mile away. And if I can help you, I'm going to help you. But I'll be damned. Hear me. I know y'all know where I'm going. Because I heard somebody say it. I'll be damned if your ass want to take me down with your broken ass. It ain't happening. I will leave you. I will kick you. I will kick you where you're broken if you try to take me where you at. Because I know where I was. And I know where I'm going. And even if I don't believe in where I'm going, I know I'm not going back that way. I know that's for damn sure. And... When I had a conversation with my mom, I was like, holy shit, I'm attracting this energy because this energy was given to me. It was it was put on me. This energy of if I don't do what my mom says or my dad says, then they're not going to want me. They're not going to want to talk to me or they're going to remove me or they're going to, you know, make me feel like I did something wrong. It wasn't a, a freedom of speech in my home. It wasn't a come as you are. It was, listen, I'm the mom. I pay the bills, this and that and this and that. And I love my mom. But the reality is there's some rooted issues that don't stem with me. Because let's be real, your parent imprints you. Their parent imprints them. So you're imprinted with your mom, your grandparents, and their parents. Like you're imprinted with all of these energies. And I'm not one to say, oh, everything is trauma. No, but a nice amount is. And at a certain point, you got to get to the root. And I told Ma, because she was like, we've had this conversation before. And I was like, oh, no, we have not. We've had similar conversations, but it wasn't me attaching you to the men I've dated. No, 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 no. And I had to get honest and say, in order for me to break this cycle of attracting this spirit, I have to first let you go as the role that I place you in in my life. And what was that role? The role was I have to live for my mom. I have to live for her approval. I have to live for my dad's approval. I have to live for my brother's approval. I have to live for the approval of everybody. I have to know that you think I'm deserving and therefore I must be. I had to remove it and I had to come back to source 
Shayla, you're deserving because mother, you're, you're deserving. That's why. Because I am made of all of this light and I have such power in me. Source breathed life into me. Source bursted light and I am a reflection of that. I don't need nobody to validate that. And I don't need nobody to break that down. And now what's happening that you are experiencing on this podcast is the rebirth, the nurturing part of me, the, okay, Shayla, that's it. Let it go. Let it go. It's okay. You wanted something. It started off rough, you know, see, cause what could happen is when we get into situations out of lack of love, lack of trust, lack of, of, um, compassion for ourselves, we can easily miss the lesson because we beat ourselves up. I don't need to beat myself up for nothing. Nothing. I could easily be like, damn, I should have left the first time. Yep, but I didn't. I could easily be like, damn, when he acted like that, I should have been gone because I left. I should have stayed gone, but I didn't. Because I genuinely wanted to say, Shayla, you, you, you actually want to be here. There's something about him that you believe could work. But then I had to look at myself and be like, I am nobody's punching bag. Your trauma is not my responsibility. I can help you. I can assist you. But I am not your God. I am my own. And I have my own. And a lot of times... You know, when I would have these moments, I would want to run, y'all. I would want to run. And I said to myself, I don't feel like running from this one. I'm tired of running. I'm a grown woman. Not even just in age, but in spirit. I am a grown woman. And I should have knew it was a red flag when he tried to make it seem like he was above me. But like I said, I don't apologize for anything I missed or anything that happened because even though I met him in a short amount of time, he gave me enough to remember. Shayla, baby, we've been here. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. The spirit of disregard is so heavy because it can really start to sneak into your heart if you allow it. And that's why I had to go. It didn't make it to my heart. But it was in my head. And even though it didn't rest in my brain, it was on my mind. Like it was, it was, it made me think like, huh, what, huh? But it didn't, it didn't irritate my sleep pattern. I still slept. And I knew that I still cared about him because I called him, y'all. It was like, listen, I still actually have feelings for you. And I was like, we can make this work if you want to make it work with me. And here he go, well, you know, too much happened. I don't know. I can't tell. Well, I don't need you to try to figure things out if you don't want to be with me. You can heal and figure it out without me. But if you want to figure this out and we can restore it together, then we should do it together. But I don't need to just talk to you to fix it because you don't want to fix it. You feel your actions was warranted to literally disregard my whole existence from you. And 
what happens is, you know, you don't want to, you want to make sure things don't get into your heart and, and, and start to fester in your mind. It could be on your mind. It could be in your brain. But as long as it's not festering and causing you to really question all of you, you still got a shot. But I knew that if I had stayed, it would hit my heart. I knew it would. I knew it would. And I don't have time to walk around somebody always in full warrior mode with my armor on because I don't know how, if you're going to attack me today. And a lot of us women and men are walking around in relationships and situationships in the dating phase with our heavy armor on as if we're ready for war with every person we meet because we don't know how they're coming. And I made a decision. I'm going to rest my armor down and I'm going to remove the energy that makes me feel like I got to keep putting that shit on. Because see, when you're in war mode, that armor ain't supposed to be light. It's supposed to be durable. It's supposed to be easy to maneuver around, right? But it's not for fashion. It's not something you wear all day, every day. You wear it for when? For battle. And if I got to battle the guy that I want to be with, I don't have time. I should be loving on you and getting to know you. So what I want to give you is if somebody is triggering your healing phase, let them go. And I really mean that. Let them go. Because from my experience, it doesn't get better sometimes. Sometimes it just, you can want it, will it, pray it, manifest it. And spirit is just like, baby, only if you knew what I have for you on the other side of this test because you passed you handled it the way I needed you to handle it so let it go that's it don't try to hold on to a test so it could be your testimony like let that shit go <laughs> everybody wants to have an amazing test well I went through this and I I, I survived this that you wasn't supposed to you supposed to stop but you got so attracted to wanting to have a story Cause see, let's be real. A lot of people love people's pain. A lot of people don't want to see you win. Stories are usually not full of just happy, 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 joy, joy, joy. People love when the underdog wins. But sometimes the underdog was in the wrong fight at the wrong time. Sit your ass down. Sometimes you really got to ask yourself, okay, am I supposed to be fighting this one? <laughs> and I had to ask myself, Shayla, are you supposed to be fighting this one in spirit was like, nah, baby, this was just a test. Don't prolong this test. So what I want to leave you with is don't prolong your test for you to, to have a beautiful testimony. Your testimony is going to be your testimony. Your healing is going to be your healing. But you ain't got to attract every type of pain just to say you a warrior. It don't work that way. It don't work that way. So your girl is now in a, in a, in a space of fuck it, <laughs> but fuck it in a healthy way. Fuck it in a, I'm not living for none of y'all. I'm not, I'm living for me. And each and every day I am blessed to have breath. I plan to fuck shit up. <laughs> I plan to live more peacefully. And I plan to come up here each day more and more authentic 
because I've been so inauthentic to myself because I didn't think I could be me. But guess what, baby? Spirit has shown me that the blessings that I bestow upon the world is just me being me. It ain't got to be that hard. I ain't got to be a million, gazillion, trillionaire. I ain't got to be on MTV and BET and I ain't got to be in none of that shit. I'm just creating space. Being me will allow somebody to want to be them. And I hope that as you listen to my podcast, you become more and more authentic to you. Until next time. I know, I know you enjoyed that episode. I know it was good. I know it was good. But listen, it don't have to end. You can still follow me on Instagram at Sips with Shay. And you can see this face on YouTube at Sips with Shay. Until next time, go be great and do you, boo. You got this.